0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Music Note Podcast, where we'll be exploring the different occupations and careers linked to the art of music. I'm your host, Lori Leanne. Hello, world, and welcome to episode 7 of the Music Note Podcast. This time, I have the honor to talk to a jazz singing sensation from Cuba, Miss Zula Guerra. We'll talk about our album, her musical journey. And what it's like when you live in a country that's filled with music. Hola Azule, y bienvenido al podcast The Music Note. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm fine. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I can't complain.
0: I always ask my guests at the beginning of the show how their musical journey started. How did that journey begin for you?
1: Well, I have a funny story. Because I started as a child in a conservatory studying piano, but when I reached my teenage, I, I decided I don't want to study piano anymore, so I, I quit piano, and I come from a background when my family I have a scientific background. So my mom is a mathematics teacher. My father is a biologist. So all my family work in a science field. I start to study biochemistry. Yeah, I have a degree in biochemistry in the University of Havana. When I was in my last year at the university, when I started to sing, I feel that when you study piano in a conservatory, the style of the teaching is very strict. So I was losing my part. Since I was a shy, I was like always singing and singing and singing and singing. And totally, I study piano. Actually, I sing, I play percussion, I do a lot. When I started, started to study piano, I stopped to do all that, and I was so focused, studying a lot. I was starting losing all that energy. I, I, I didn't sing anymore. I didn't play percussion. I didn't was, like, super excited about it anymore. And when I started in the university, the Cuban program is excellent. It's beautiful. They have specialties for all, uh, for conservatories, for national like, degrees, and they have three specialties. So they are very good. It was not, maybe it was like, not the piano for me. Uh, in the last years of the university, I was always involved in all the cultural, of course, <laughs> not the cultural uh, environment. I will start singing again. I will start doing theater. I started to do uh, dancing. And all that kind of light up my my spark again. It was amazing. So I was like in the last year, very focused on singing. And I decided, okay, I wanna sing. That's what I wanna do. I finished my degree. I worked three years as a biochemistry in a lab doing spectrometry, (laughs) analyzing. Of minerals and all the stuff. But during all those three years, I was working in my music. I started my band. I was doing both things at the same time. Fun story, the people at the work, no idea, no clue. And suddenly they saw me in the TV show. I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> Is that you? So, since that moment, I started my band and then everything goes like really
0: smooth. Yes, because back then you already had a big interest in jazz music.
1: My love for jazz, it was always there. And when I started my back, of course, not, not specifically jazz, but blues, R&B, funk, and I call it new jazz when I start to research about what I, what I was doing, right? I started my band doing new jazz. A couple of my songs, a couple of arrangements of Cuban standards, but in this, uh, this particular way, I, I, I presented my band in a talent how, how I call it, festival. It was a festival, but it was a talent competition for young artists who are interested in jazz music. We call it uh, Ho-Jazz. It, it's a very big deal here. So I, I was a warder in this talent show, and everything started goes like very fast for me. Shows, jazz club, rec labels, everything started.
0: So. so you went from being a biochemist to becoming a singer. Yes. When did you make the decision to focus completely on your singing career?
1: Well, I feel that it was during those three years I was working in lab. I was totally miserable. This is funny. I always said that. It was a great experience because it was a great experience, it is true uh, I learned a lot I learned a lot about me I really love, I feel passionate about biochemistry, I love the idea, the idea of being a scientist <laughs> but in the practice I was composing music in the lab you know, I, I was doing I wasn't doing my job, I was a terrible woman <laughs> I wasn't doing the job, I was like just composing I, I was spending a lot of day like with my notebook and doing lyrics, that was my life. So I I, I doesn't start with the band immediately with my own band. I, I had this chance to part of one of the Cuban uh, salsa bands. It was a salsa combo. It's a very prestigious one. It's a woman salsa. We call it, the name is Canelas. So it was a great school for me at the beginning uh, because. Going from biochemistry, natural, so I, I, I started in the, the musical environment within my childhood, but then I lost that, I was away from that. So how you go there again and learn to deal with the audience, to deal with the musician, feel a musician again, I feel that that was a great experience for me, a, a great start be part of that band I even was part of a hip hop band I was doing I was doing the chorus <laughs> but it was great I love it it was not like super fast transition I was doing both stuff at the same time even those three years I was like oh my gosh I just want to finish this I I, I just want to start to doing music and say okay I, I, I don't want to work in this anymore I'm going to for it, and I'm gonna do it. And it was kind of scary, but then things were like very well. I, I believe I was in the right path.
0: I mean, you live in a country where there's music everywhere. Yes, like everywhere. Yeah. How did that? How did that influence you as a musician?
1: You have a lot of influence on in me. I feel that here in this country, everybody can sing, and they doing well. They can sing well. My parents. Seeing like hell yeah <laughs> they can do it like professional okay i had this experience like studying piano in the conservatory at the beginning but you see a lot of people that they don't have a music background a musical school education and they do music you see that a lot here in cuba and i feel that we have that musical history and in all tradition uh, we come from a very popular, with the rumba, and the boleros, you can say Chano Pozo. He, he, he wasn't studying music in a conservatory, he, he, he was playing music in a solar, and you can say Benny Moré. He, he, he is very well known in whole Latin America, and he was a singer, and he was a jazz band leader, and he didn't have any idea of writing music. But the talent, his voice was like, oh my God, it was sensational. I can tell you a lot of names that have the same history. For one way, we grew up with all that information in our system and we become kind of natural. But in the other, in the other side, it's kind of difficult because how you success in a place where everybody can do well what you do. So that's the question. What are you going to do that is different from what, what we have seen? That I feel that that's, that was at the beginning. I, I was very lucky. I have the support also from friends who sit with me. and we start to put in a paper what we going to do. We have to start creating a brand or something like what's going to be your identity? What is going to be different? What are you going to bring us? different i can say i'm famous but i'm known, and people know who i am and people love love my music
0: and, and i feel the love all yeah. the time so when you look at your music because your music is very focused on jazz yeah what what has been your biggest influences to creating you know your sound
1: i have to say billy Holiday. the first time i listened billy i said that's it i want to do that I want. I want to do what she do, and what she do is is not like the musical style. It's not like she do jazz, yeah, of course. But I want to transmit that passion, that feeling. I want to be a storytelling. I want to speak with the people through my music. I wanted that, so I feel that I have built my sound around that idea. And not only with Billy Holiday, but also with a lot of Cuban singers here. Like Elena Burke, like Celia Cruz, like oh my God, same Benny More. He was amazing in the song. Bola de Nieve. I have so many influence from Cuban background. I love Ella Aspichero. But I feel my biggest one is Billy Holiday and Ellis Regina from Brazil
0: you've been influenced by a lot of different artists, and besides that, you also write your own songs. Yes. Can you tell something about the creative process behind that?
1: Well, I have developed my 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 own style of writing since around the year. Because at the beginning, it was kind of a little messy, I can say, because I take a long time to write it. It takes time for me. I wasn't clear or what I was doing, so I can tell you about the process in those first years. Right now, I just can't stop recording all my musical ideas, like all the time, in my phone. I have my phone full of uh, note voice. <laughs> and I i don't know, I just start with a feeling, with a sensation when I'm walking, when I uh, have a reaction uh, from something I see, that creates something in me that becomes a musical idea. And I start to sing it. Actually, I, I was like. <laughs> and that, I'd I say, okay, this is good. I going to record it. Sometimes it comes with lyrics too, with fragment of lyrics. And, and I put uh, like names like boots, trees, walking in the sun, <laughs> something like that and when the time come, I just check all that uh, voice notes and I listen it again and then I start writing the lyrics over that melody like crazy melodies and that has become my process.
0: We met each other at Berkeley Valencia. What made you decide to study there?
1: I was looking for to develop my education in music a little bit better because as I abandoned the school when I wasn't shy, and then I started to work in music. But I have to start working with dedicated professors in harmony and solfège. Soul so we call it soul fail. So in uh, composition too, I, I needed a kind of more school education. And I say, okay, but what I want to study? I was reviews, re- reviewing my, my my music. I have two albums before this one, and I I, I was the producers of oh, oh, the producer of the of those albums. And when I was listening, I say, okay, I need education in how to produce music in a correct way because I feel that I, I have a lot of ideas. I don't have. I I didn't know what. It was good for me, for my voice, for my vocals. Uh, my arrangements were like taken from everywhere. I, I want to focus in the international work. And I feel that I, I have a lot of jazz. Of course, jazz is part of my music. But I also kind of intrigued about how pop music works. Okay. And not only the music, but the industry how it works how is the promotion why is those people in all places all the time of course they have a lot of support but also their music why why so catchy but i feel that the production is a big part of that so i want to study production that was the main uh reason to be say okay i want to go to berkeley valencia start
0: you already knew a lot because you produced your own albums Did you feel you knew even more once you graduated?
1: Of course. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about a lot of things. About music business. About producing my own music back in the studio. Because I have two albums. My previous two albums were live. This is my first album in the studio. So I learned a lot about being a recording artist. I learned working, of course, with words and I learn a lot about my voice, not only my vocals, but my inner voice. You know, I wanna want to say who I am, and I I, I learn a lot about my my own. You know, my my own person. That's a very important thing because here I'm comfortable in Cuba. I know everybody. I have my family here, but when you go out of your comfort zone. There is when you learn who are you, how you react in front of the situations, how you react when adversity comes, where difficult stuff, because it was very difficult for me. It was, it was difficult because of the language, because it was my first experience being so long time away from, my, from home, because meet so many people from different cultures that think different for me and have a lot. Tons of experience, difference. It was a great experience in many fans, and I I learned a lot about how what is going to be the next step. Because why are you doing this? It's not because you want a Berkeley degree. Yeah, Berkeley, yeah. But what are you going to do with that? I learned about that after Berkeley, but thanks for that experience. Okay, I was like, okay, I'm going to release my new album, but I'm going to do it in the proper way. I take all that knowledge. I take all all that, and I start to work with the team and how I want to release this new music, what is going to be the concept of this album. I started to think like different. It was not just musical. It was just not about the music. It was about everything that complements the music. We need to understand, as a musician, that the recipients need to connect in other ways, not only with the music, but also with who we are. As a musician, and when I'm listening music, I want to know who is, who is this artist. What makes you to write this music? When I get to know you a little bit more, I like the music even more. I don't know. I don't know. That happened to me. I don't know if is that is that experience of the, everybody, but at least for me, that is important.
0: Yes, like you're creating a connection with the artist behind the music.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and around I'm using these other tools like. Take pictures, but not, not because just a video, like with a concept that you can translate the music concept to this image, the music videos. This is what I want to say. I have this beautiful music video I released with El Viaje. This is, this is the song who oh, gave the name to my album, uh, The Journey. It's in English, El Viaje. So I have this beautiful art, very artistic, uh, animated music video for the journey that I have the chance with the director to create part by part all the ideas, recreate all the ideas I have in my song in this music video. And it was so magic, so fantastic. And I feel people can be can understand really what I, what I mean with all my lyrics, even people who doesn't speak my language because all the lyrics are in Spanish, and I feel like, okay, yes, I want to do this, yeah.
0: <laughs> I had the honor to see you perform live, and your voice is amazing, but so is your stage presence. Did you already have the chance to perform your music in other countries? Yes,
1: yes, I, I have. Uh, it was my like first time, like, being so long time, like, a whole year away from Cuba. I had the chance to perform in Belarus, in Lithuania, in Belarus, in different parts of Belarus. I, I did a like, kind of tour in all those countries. Yeah. I, I, I win a prize also. Then I traveled, I had a chance to travel to Mexico. And also in the United States, I have uh, performed twice, once in on Miami and the other time in Washington, D.C. at the Kennedy Center. The most important in my whole career performance, I had two concert, full house concert at the Kennedy Center with my band, with my music. I have this amazing review in Downbeat magazine. They review my performance, and it was, it was oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's a good thing. So, how did that tour come about?
1: It was, about it was in my beginnings
0: with a group of Cuban
1: musicians who were singing like uh, solo artists. We present in different festivals. It was like organized tour. We present in different uh, festivals. We share with people with another countries too. And the other one in Washington DC, it was, well, the first one in Miami was because of my first album. It's named Blues de Havana. Yeah, it was an invitation from Spain embassy in Miami. Yes, they listened to my music here. They were at my concert. They sponsored my concert, the first concert. And they invited me to do the same music over there. And then in Washington, it was for my second album, Sesiones de Vitrola. Sesiones de Vitrola is a DVD, but it's an album and repertoire that I create with amazing and beautiful Cuban and Latin American standards where I did all the arrangements in very contemporary jazz. So, I take away all that first, you know, like bolero and more conservatory, classical uh, feeling of the song, which I love, but I wanted to do it my way, so it worked. I I had a chance to invite many cool artists from Cuba, like Cesar Lopez, Eduardo Sandoval, Ana Abreus, uh, Bania Borges, those are artists when I was growing, I was watching and listening and I admire and I had the chance to invite them to to see with me these standards, these songs, these arrangements. I received the invitation to be part of the festival that takes place in, yeah, at the Kennedy Center, uh, because of this music, the festival name was the Cuban Art. They they present different artists from the Cuban culture scene, not only musicians, but also visual artists, dancers, theater, movies that made it from Cuba, and the most of those artists were very solid. And well established artists. So I was like very privileged, and I feel like, oh my God, thank you so much because this invitation. I was one of the few young artists who have the school, they're invited. So that was like beautiful for me. And I had two concerts at the KC Jazz Club.
0: You are very experienced when it comes to performing on stage. But this is the first time you created an album in the studio. How was that for you?
1: I love it! I want to live in the studio forever! <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. I, I, was, I wasn't prepared to produce it by myself, so I have the, the help and the very good and very experienced ear from Hernán López He is a very prestigious piano player. And composer and figure here in Cuba and in Europe actually, because he's original from France. And he he was the producer of this album, the musical producer. It was so beautiful. We start to create the agenda. What musicians we going to? We want to invite to, to play the music. We don't have any special guests. We just have me and my music and my songs. It was great and. I remember every single detail. I have this memory, like I can taste it, everything, all the experience, like the first rehearsal, the first time we, we start to think about what is the sound, the sonority we want, the album goes around. The first time we said, okay, you need an, an extra arranger. Because I, I used to arrange my own music, so we decided to work with Jesus Pupo, that is a young piano player who used to play with me. We we were used to create music, improvised music. In one of those shows was when Hernan, the producer, said, you need to do that in your in your new album. All that improvisation, all that creativity, all the skills that you have in your voice. You need to print that in in your, in your new album and you need a format that help you to excel that skills, make it more intimacy. You need, you need that because that's your, what your voice needs. And that's another great experience. Like have someone to tell you, girl, you know what? You're, you have a beautiful boy, you have a beautiful talent, but you don't have very, very well producers albums. So you need to focus on that. And I know that you want to do crazy arrangements. I know that you your wife doesn't work for you. So you need that person. He was that person for me. At the studio, you keep creating. Also because it's yes. Every single musician, all the musicians, were super involved in the album. They came with their own idea of what it's going to be, what they want to use in their, their instrument, how they want to play it. It was very, 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 very beautiful experience and very nice and good vibes eh, eh, environment. And I, I feel that you can hear that in the album. You can hear it. You can feel it.
0: So are you satisfied with the final result? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more than satisfied. And I feel that this is, my, this is the first step. It's not that, I, I, it's not that I, I've made it. I don't feel that, that way. I say, okay, I did this, and it was good. I can, I appreciate it, and I'm ready for more. It was my first experience in in, in studio. I want to do more now. I feel more confident. I feel my music's more solid. I have the Berkeley experience, like more video. I have composed a lot during this year, and I... I've been, so for a kind of transformation. I feel that everybody feels this way. Everybody has transformed. Not only because of pandemic. I feel that's just life. You have to grow up. <laughs> yeah, we transform. We have different priorities. We we want different things with the movement of the time. I feel that even when I'm promoting my last album, this LBI, I'm in a different way now, in a different space. I have... Not only as a person, but as a creator. Uh, I'm in a very different place right now. And that's good. And I'm super excited about what what's going to happen with that. I'm not rushed. I'm, like, appreciating this time I have. I'm, like, very happy with promoting the album that's new for me because I I, I kind of have my social media kind of abandoned. It's very, 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 very important work. Even more in those times where everything is about, like, internet, you know? So you have to pay attention to your social media. You have to pay attention to your followers that also are the people who listen to your music. You have to give a lot.
0: So what, what are your expectations of this album for yourself as an artist?
1: My expectations have changed, you know? Yes, because I released this album in May. To 2020, so pandemic, boom. I was like, oh my god, no way. <laughs> yeah, we created a whole campaign for the album, and we had to change everything, and the response we expected change, you know. But even though it was a great response, it was it was good compared with my previous album. Okay, I'm being honest here, it was not where I was ex- acting like, okay, there's going to be a boom. I feel that every single audience has an experience in the world. But even though I was like, okay, I have this big, huge expectation at the beginning, but then I say, okay, I didn't lose my expectation. They just transformed. I don't have the same expectation, you know? I just want people to connect with my music. I just want that. I just, I just feel, and I feel I, I have uh, excel. So that's the expectation. and I sense. Because I don't know, I feel that previously I I didn't have this very well put what is Sule Guerra about who I am. This is my compositions, my own, my original song. This is uh, these are my thoughts. These are my the music that comes from my soul. It's not an arrangement from another music. It's my own music, you know? This is who I am. This is what I'm presenting to you. I feel that I have social connection right now with the people who listen the music. And also, I have the chance to connect with those people too. And I feel that that's very important right now for me.
0: Which is good. So now you have your album released and you have all this experience. So when you look at your career, what's the best lesson that you have learned until now? Be
1: patient and work hard. Nothing... It's gonna be, don't believe in lucky, you know? Nothing's gonna come if you don't go for it. Create your own opportunities. Work hard, work in the music. That's what I did. Then the result is gonna come. Maybe it's not immediately, maybe it's not like right there. But now, we're doing this now. Look at that. I released the album a year before, and went doing this. And you have uh, the audience, you pay attention to my music, you have been paying attention, and like you, other ones that have reviewed my music, like have played my music in radio stations, and it's been like, yeah, be patient, be patient and work hard. Don't stop working. Don't stop creating. Create the opportunities, send your music, put the music out there, connect with people, that's everything. And slow down girl. Don't put like yes right now. And then okay, it's no work, depressed.
0: <laughs> it's it's funny that you say that because being patient is not an easy thing.
1: I learned that also this last year have been quite experience. We are at home, all the plans we had were like up. Like we have to change that. A lot of people decide to not release music. I decide to do it. I feel that you can prevent can be sure you you have to learn it in the, the process and you have to work with what you have everything since the beginning when I look back I was like okay when I release my first album it was not even meant to be an album it was to be a concert I decided to record that and then I mix it I master and I say hey this could be an album and then a record label say hey I want that and then I get a prize for that album. I was okay. okay, like, first artist. Like, okay, thank you. So you have to work with what you want. I, I feel that so many artists at the beginning are like, okay, but I have to do, I have to have my first album. I have to do it in a studio. I have to do it perfect. Like, look what I did perfect right now. And <laughs> the pandemic. Hello. You don't know. You have to work with what you have. So I have this amazing album, and I was at the beginning. I complained like, "Oh my god, the pandemic is not gonna work." But I was like, "You know what? Enjoy it. Promote your music. I'm here in Cuba. I have a lot of support. That people who who really want to help this album be there, be out there. And I have the support of my of my label. That's great. That's great. You don't you don't see that in in every, every single cases. And I feel that, okay, so I'm doing an interview, put it out there. I did this concert, put it out there. People need to know what you're doing and try to enjoy, enjoy this, enjoy that process. And there is the place where I am now. I wasn't in that place like months ago. But now I'm in that place. And I learned that at the beginning we have this amazing spark what I was talking about. Like, okay, I'm going to do it. Right now, I'm gonna do this novel, why not? I don't have a uh, spot station, I don't care, I'm gonna take a picture in my house. What do you think about that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what? Nobody is gonna help you if you don't help yourself. No one. So you have to do your own work, work in your social media, work as an empresario, like entrepreneur, work in everything. and. You know, you have to learn about everything you can. You have to learn how to produce your music. You have to learn, like, how to compose, how to arrange properly. You have to learn how to record it. You have to learn about everything step by step. After 10 years of career. Like, 2021, like, 10 years of career. In 10 years, I'm still working on it. I'm still learning a lot. I feel at the beginning of my my path. So it's a long way, so take it easy.
0: Yes, and, and you're absolutely right. So when you look at the music industry in Cuba, how are you experiencing that? What is the music industry like over there? In
1: Cuba, we are working on the industry, still working on it, as a country. I feel that there's a lot of talent musicians, a lot of good ideas, but they are not good producers All Ah! I have to say, it. sorry, you listen to music and you find very good produced albums, but most of the albums are not well produced. And I feel that that core cuts the opportunities of those albums to go out there and feel it made an impact in people. We, we are very used in creating music for our own market and we don't have a market. We don't have the system for a market. And we create music for Cuban people. And Cuban people, along the year, have used to listen to music. Like when you want to be an international artist and focus your music, like people out there listen to and buy your music. And that's important uh, because we live as the musicians. So we need people buy our music, like support, like don't laugh on music, all that. You have to put attention in the production. You have to put attention in the product, like in the whole thing. And, and I feel that we need to work on this a little bit more. And also, we have a few, very few album that people that have success in the international market. I can tell you like Buena Vista Social Club. And you know, okay, I know, so I know Buena Vista Social Club. They're not producers like Cuban people, international producers. Those, those albums, those few albums that I work, producers users, that people know out there, of the album to set the idea of what is the Cuba music, right? So, everybody thinks that traditional uh, Montuno, and that's the Cuba music. Or, you know, uh, Salsa, okay, you're gonna listen uh, to Celia Cruz, and you say, okay, that's Cuba music, but you know what, there's more so much so much of musical styles, so more different people, so much of great artists that do all the kind of music, you know? And how outside this island people is gonna know if you don't connect with it. So I feel that we are lack of that. And we we have the we have the compromise to work on it. You know you have we need to do it. We need to do it because we need the chance and the opportunity we have
0: to give the chance to all these people so so how would you typically describe the cube the cuban sound in your in your experience
1: oh my god i would say that the cuban sound is marked for the clave the clave and the syncopa cinco yeah that's that's cuban music so you can do even if I'm doing like swing. I know I'm not gonna do swing like you, like that. I put my own like flavor on it. You feel the you feel the clave in my swing, like okay, that's not swing. Yeah, but I'm putting the clave there in my cat in everything and you you say, Okay, why is that? the jazz of Sule do. Sule is doing jazz, but it sounds, sounds so different. Yeah, because you can listen the Cuban music there. Even if I am singing in English, not only because my very poor diction, but, <laughs> but also because of the way I'm singing. You know, I feel that that's the key of everything. And you're going to see... Every single style, like in, even for foreign styles, like Brazilian style. We hear do Brazilian and style like Cuba. Poor Brazilian people every time they listen. And a Bosa Nova singed by a Cuban people person. They are like, okay, but that's not Bosa Nova. You're putting the clave. <laughs> like, stop putting the clave. That's Latin. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's so like... Like, no, no. what?: <laughs> so cute.
0: Well, your album is in Spanish. Do you think you'll ever release an album in English, and would it be a jazz album?
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm just ignorant. Let's, let's put it that first, because I feel that when we say jazz album... I don't feel, in my mind, I don't feel, okay, it's, it's, it sounds traditional, jazz, you know? I feel improvisation. I, I, I think in harmony. That's what I think, you know? I don't think in, okay, have swing, have, like, I don't know, the rhythm, the path. I, I just think in that. So maybe it's me that when I say, okay, it's going to be jazz, jazz album, I say, yeah, why not? It's going to have, for sure, improvisation. It's going to have cool, for me, it's very cool, harmony, jazz harmony. <laughs> I'm in the living room. Yes,
0: yeah, so for the listeners out there, the noisy backgrounds, those are the streets of Havana. And Zula is showing me her surroundings. And, by the way, I really love the art that's in your house.
1: Yeah, this is my, my father-in-law art. Wow. Yes, Alberto Lescai. Yeah, Look at him, look at him. Yeah, he's a big deal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I wish the listeners could see this because it's really impressive. And I'm noticing the colorful and artistic surroundings. So I bet this has an influence on your music.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see art around me and
0: everything. Well, your surroundings are pretty amazing. I know you can sing very, very good. But do you play any other instruments besides the piano?
1: A little bit of guitar. A little bit, not too much. Like the basic chords, I learn it and I teach. So I had this experience last year, I teach children too. And I have to work with my guitar, like singing some for them.
0: <laughs> so how do you feel about teaching? Do you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I know that. I love teaching. I love. I don't feel like teaching. I feel like sharing my experience. When I when I think about my classes, I I want to put my own knowledge, my own experience, background, life, everything. It's not all all. It's not only the method or the program. It's also part of me, you know. And I talk a lot. <laughs> I I have the chance to teach like babies with the parents, babies from zero to two years. There was a class of class I, I, I did last year uh, about how you translate that in feelings, you know? And also have had chance to teach uh, children of five years old. They're so creative and they're so enthusiastic. And also, you know, the regular classes with adults that I enjoy too, I enjoy it very much and with professional too
0: what would your advice be for future musicians i mean like to your students
1: i just feel when i'm sharing with my with, the, with my students i just say keep educating yourself you know keep working keep learning and not only learn about music learn about everything you can learn learn everything be patient prepare yourself for the opportunities uh, and create your the opportunities too sometimes we are very shy and what we can do and uh, what we should uh, do, like oh my god, I do am gonna write to this amazing audience because he know me, and what's that? Do it if he don't going to answer you, if he don't going to respond, that's okay, but what if he responds? Do it, so try to look in your heart what makes you different who are you that that's that's a very important thing because when you know who you are everything is easier I'm telling about who make you you where are you come from what are your roots why are you here why do you want to do this what are your motivations but you know what you don't want for sure that's the gold ticket ticket you have it you have it already.
0: yeah so is there still anyone you want to work with?
1: I don't want to say names right now because I want to work with so many people. Well, I'm going to say names. I want to work, and I'm working with, uh, right now with Omar Sosa. He's a Cuban piano player, which I love. And I have, have the, the, the chance to work with him in a couple of things I invite him to collab in one of my songs of the album and he did this beautiful arrangement of Canción para que Luis se duerma. I want to work with so many international artists. I want to work with Christian McBride. I love him. A fun story he was here in Cuba and he played here in Havana because of Jazz Plaza. I, was a, I had a concert too. When I finished my concert, I, I ran to his concert. Then he traveled to Santiago de Cuba because he had to play another concert. And I traveled to Santiago de Cuba. Then I take a peek and I say, you don't know me, but someday I'm going to work with you. It was very nice. It was it was so funny. He laughed, of course. I have learned that there's a lot of artists that you don't know sometimes. You are maybe not, a, but you need to work with. And I don't know because I'm still in the process of learning about who I am, as I tell you, I'm still evolving. And I feel that life has surprised me constantly with people that have entered in my life. I didn't know that I need to work with those groups.
0: No, very true. So when you look at your career, are you happy with the way things are going?
1: Yeah, 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 pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I can't complain. I feel that I have been, I have an amazing career. We always complain as a musician. We always have expectations that when you don't fulfill those expectations, you feel like something is wrong, something is bad. You work on it and that's it. When I look back and I see all what I've done, all the experience I have reached, when you are very conscious of that, you can put all that in your life and help you to make the future decisions. I'm very happy with that.
0: Well, your album is out right now and we are in the middle of the pandemic. But what are your future plans?
1: I want to do tons of collabs with musicians, with international musicians, with musicians that maybe don't are just artists, with producers. I want to work with that, uh, with different producers who, who help me to understand all the corners I have what I can't do because I've been working in my music like in this lonely way. But I want to go out there and get all this experience with different producers, with different musicians, create different kind of music. That's what I want to do right now. But I'm working on new stuff that are a little bit outside of this Like I'm more focused on social impacts in some way. Um I feel that because of this situation, we are more social awareness in a general way. And um, not only about the environment and the pandemic situation, but even political situation, racial situation, LGBTQ situations, everything, you know, like everything is a kind of messed up. What happened with the world? I have been very social awareness, but what is happening? in not a in, in very different part of the world.
0: Yes, because there is so much happening right now in the world, and hopefully it will get better soon. So when it's allowed, are you ready to go on tour again?
1: Of course, I, I want that. We don't know when it's going to happen, but I want that. I'm working with,
0: with my team in
1: future tours we can do, and we're trying to schedule some gigs, Around the world, specifically here in Latin America, we have plans, but we don't know if we're gonna make it. You know, we have to wait. I record the music. I haven't played the music live. That's crazy, right? I have done some live concerts, like for the internet, but it's not the same. We need the audience here with me.
0: You're right, and I cannot wait for that to happen. We never. Thank you so much, Sule, for spending time with me today.
1: Oh, thank
0: you so much, Laurie. I really appreciate it. Muchas gracias. And hasta, hasta pronto. Gracias. ¿no? Hasta pronto. Un abrazo. ¿no? Gracias. Ciao. Abrazos. Ciao, ciao. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Music Note Podcast. I'm looking forward to the next one. For more info, go to our website musicnote.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Thank you again and bye for now.